Hey everybody, welcome back to the Vegas Tips and Tricks podcast. This is episode number three. We talk about Vegas. We do it about once a month. Whether you found us on Podbean or on Spotify or possibly on Apple, working on getting our podcast up on the uh, Apple iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days. So whatever and wherever you found the podcast, I hope that if you enjoy the content, you will consider subscribing so that each time we do release a new show, you'll have an opportunity to check it out right away. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about transportation in Las Vegas. Um, if you haven't listened to episode two, we talk about hotel choices and how that impacts your experience traveling to Las Vegas. Definitely encourage you to check that out. But today we're going to talk about what can be a very significant expense, both in terms of time and money for the Las Vegas traveler, and that's just getting around. Now, many people do drive to Las Vegas, particularly uh, from nearby states like uh, California or um, Arizona, Utah, and uh, people within the state of Nevada itself. And if that's the case, then obviously you'll have your own vehicle, but that too creates some expenses potentially and uh, some issues that you'll have to resolve. Of course, one thing is if you're not used to driving in Las Vegas, it can be a bit, uh, how we say, hairy. <laughs> there are a lot of people driving around Las Vegas who are driving rental cars and have no idea where they're going. And uh, there are, I think it's fair to say, um, some pretty crazy drivers and probably some drivers who shouldn't be on the road because they have overindulged. So keep that in mind. Obviously, the traffic can be terrific at times in terms of traveling up and down the major uh, thoroughfares like the Las Vegas Strip or even on the freeway. There are some... Um, sort of shortcuts or some alternate routes you can take uh, around Las Vegas that uh, can help with that. But regardless, you are going to run into traffic. You're going to have delays. Uh, there's going to be costs typically associated with parking at your hotel. Uh, most Las Vegas hotels have reinstituted parking fees. And while some of those may be waived for guests or for uh, very good customers, uh, just keep in mind that you may be paying a fee, uh, particularly if you're traveling from hotel to hotel and you're not staying there. And of course, I had alluded to it earlier when I talked about other drivers, but one thing that people do enjoy when they come to Las Vegas is a bit of uh, alcohol, perhaps a, a bit too much alcohol, and you certainly do not want to be drinking and driving. Uh, we've already mentioned there are people out there who are creating problems. You certainly don't want to be one of them. And uh, so if you're planning to go out and have a few drinks, you're still going to have to arrange transportation, uh, even if you have a vehicle. Uh, that's certainly not a reason not to uh, bring your vehicle if it's convenient for you. It's probably uh, certainly cheaper if you have multiple people uh, that are coming along than flying. For the vast majority of people that visit Las Vegas, however, you're going to be flying into McCarran International Airport. I believe they're going to change the name to Harry Reid International Airport. Yeah, whatever. 
but in any case, uh, you'll be flying into the main uh, international airport in Las Vegas. And the first opportunity you're going to have transportation-wise, once you uh, uh, get off the plane and uh, use the facilities, uh, freshen up a little bit, grab your luggage if you checked any, is getting to your hotel. Now, if you choose to rent a car, there, it's very easy. There is a shuttle, uh, well-marked in the signing by the luggage uh, retrieval area that will take you to the rental car shuttle. And it's a free ride down to the rental car facility where you'll find all of the major rental car companies and you can get your vehicle there. And uh, it's pretty easy to get from the rental car facility uh, back to the Strip and uh, to anywhere else in Las Vegas. It's just a few miles south of the airport and a few miles, I guess, to the east. Yeah, to the east of uh, the Las Vegas Strip. But uh, it's very easy to get around. Um, but uh, I usually don't recommend first-time travelers uh, renting a car unless you know you're going to be a lot of, doing a lot of traveling um, outside of the main tourist areas. Um, certainly, if you are... Or if you know you're not going to be imbibing, uh, then you can definitely save a lot of money renting a car versus other forms of transportation. Now, typically, uh, uh, people arriving at the Las Vegas airport, and by say it, typically, I mean if you go back 10 or 20 years, uh, you would have had basically a couple of options. Uh, one that was popular years ago was the airport shuttle, and it's almost completely disappeared, uh, I think in part because of rideshare services. But um, they still exist, and for a uh, fee, you can share a ride in a little sort of minivan, uh, mini bus, whatever you want to call it, that will drop people off at uh, Similarly situated hotels, so uh, if you're going to the Luxor, for example, there may be people on your shuttle going to Excalibur or Mandalay Bay or Tropicana or MGM Grand or you know even the Orleans. So uh, it's kind of a crapshoot. Uh, if there's just one person, uh, it's you know it's not a bad deal. I think you know they're probably up to like seven, eight, nine dollars a head at this point. But you will have to wait, typically, uh, for a while for the shuttle to take off. And then uh, then you play a little game of uh, Russian roulette, whether or not uh, you will uh, uh, be the first or the last person who's dropped off from your bus. So uh, it's a little inconvenient. Uh, obviously, it is less expensive, certainly, for the solo traveler. For the ultimate uh, in cheap travel, of course. There is a bus that leaves from level zero at the Las Vegas airport. And for like a dollar or two, uh, it will take you all the way downtown uh, or it will drop you off if you want to do that between the Tropicana and the MGM Grand on the Las Vegas Strip. So uh, you're still going to do a bit of hiking uh, either way. I certainly wouldn't recommend doing that option if you're staying uh, center or north strip. Uh, otherwise, uh, it's going to be quite a hike. But it is very inexpensive, and it's it's pretty convenient if you are staying downtown. So uh, the bus in general can be a very inexpensive way to get around. But typically, uh, most people aren't going to choose that route from the airport. Traditionally, the most common way that people get from uh, the airport to their hotel is to grab a taxi cab. And uh, Las Vegas is uh, probably has as many cabs as anywhere outside of New York City. There is a cab line 
if you choose that、uh, particular mode of transportation. It may look daunting. Maybe rows and rows of people lined up、uh, in a kind of an accordion fashion, but it moves very quickly. It is quite efficient, and you will、uh, likely be in your cab、uh, much sooner than you thought. Cabs are expensive in Las Vegas, and cab drivers have been known to long haul folks in order to even further raise the fare that they charge. So do keep that in mind. Now,、uh, just this past year or two,、uh, the、um, Cabs are now required to、uh, follow a set fee structure when taking you to strip hotels. At least、um, there is a posting, I believe, at the airport and probably in many of the taxi cabs that will tell you the rates. It ranges from nineteen dollars if you are on the far south end of the strip, like Tropicana or Mandalay Bay or something like that, all the way up to I believe twenty nine dollars if you're staying way up north at a place like uh, uh, Sahara or the Strat. So it's certainly not cheap, but、uh, at least you'll know what you're paying. If you're going downtown, the the sky's the limit. And、uh, of course, you'll be somewhat subject to traffic conditions as well. Now, the most common way most people have been getting to their hotels lately is using Uber or Lyft, one of the rideshare services. Always a good idea to have both of those services downloaded and available on your phone. They do sometimes、uh, differ in terms of price and availability. Um, it's a little bit easier now to find the rideshare area than it was a few years ago. It's pretty much just level two,、uh, and you cross over into the parking garage, and you'll see a crowd of people waiting. Now, when it's busy, it can take some time, and of late, it has、uh, taken some time,、uh, very, very frequently, since Vegas sort of rebooted and came back up to capacity, and even before it came up to capacity. Uh, there have been numerous complaints about very long waits for rideshare and very high prices, particularly of late.、Um, there is a、uh, a feature to、uh, the ridesharing services that、uh, they offer what's called surge pricing to try to get more drivers out on the road. So when there's a great deal of demand,、uh, the price will go up. And、uh, so keep that in mind, particularly if you're traveling at a A popular time arriving in town on a Friday or Saturday night, you may face、uh, even higher charges if you can get a rideshare. Now, I do expect over time that that problem is going to resolve itself, and we're going to see more people、um, coming back and、uh, offering their services. And、uh, you know, where there is a demand, there will typically be supply. But right now, we are having some issues with that. And of course, if you want to splurge, and、uh, certainly no.、Uh, No shame in that, particularly if you're celebrating a special occasion, or again if you have you know, a fairly large group of people—three, four, five, six people—getting、uh, a limo is not necessarily a bad deal. And、uh, you know, depending upon the uh, uh, package that you book,、uh, you may be able to stop and uh, uh, pick up some supplies or some、uh, alcohol for the room. I know the limo service that most frequently gets. Uh, 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 lauded by uh, travelers uh, who've uh, had that experience as presidential limo, but they're not sponsoring this broadcast. I'll just bring that up as a name because they、uh, do generally get very high marks from travelers.、Um, 
But getting to your hotel is only half the issue when it comes to transportation, unless you're planning to do all of your gambling, all of your dining, and uh, take in all of your entertainment at one property or at uh, properties adjacent to it. You're still going to need to travel around. And that's, uh, again, the ride share is an option. Taxis are an option. They both tend to get expensive uh, if you're just constantly traveling up and down the strip. The bus, as mentioned, is not a bad choice. You can get, I believe, a 24-hour bus pass that will allow you to ride anywhere in Las Vegas for $8. Um, That's a heck of a deal. The thing is, the buses can be very crowded at busy times, which makes them a little bit uncomfortable if you're not uh, keen on riding around with uh, elbow-to-elbow with uh, people you don't know. They're reasonably comfortable, but I wouldn't say particularly comfortable, and they can be very slow. Um, um, The main strip bus, the Deuce, which pretty much stops everywhere, which is one reason that it's slow, um, is particularly a uh, time waster, I guess I would say. If you're traveling any distance, particularly if you're trying to get downtown at a popular time or trying to get from downtown to the Strip at a popular time, uh, you may in some cases have to wait uh, for a couple of buses in order for there to be room, and then your trip will be uh, can be an hour or more. Now, there are some uh, express buses that don't strop, stop or strop, stop at as many locations, um, and that's a slightly better deal. Uh, I think the SDX, the Strip Express bus. Um, so that one's a little more comfortable as well and a little less crowded. But it doesn't have nearly as many stops. So depending upon your location, you may have to hike a bit in order to reach an SDX stop. The uh, uh, The bus stops are all pretty well marked. And most of them also offer, on the Strip anyway, offer a ticket uh, purchasing uh, kiosk where you can decide what the best deal is for you. If you if you know you're only going to ride the bus once or twice in a short period of time, they also offer, I think, a two-hour pass for $5. Um, so that can be a decent deal. But again, you're not paying as much in terms of monies, but you are paying for it in terms of your time. So what are some other transportation tips in Las Vegas? Well, Ideally, you'd like most of your transportation to be on foot. Um, and for folks that may struggle with mobility, um, we've, we've joked a lot uh, in the Vegas community about scooter gangs. But the uh, motorized scooters can be an excellent way for folks to get around that may uh, have some mobility issues or simply can't travel uh, long distances uh, anymore. So that's something to consider. If you have one of your own, uh, that might be ideal. Uh, You can, of course, rent them from the hotel and from other places uh, in Las Vegas. It should be very easy to get hold of one, again, unless it's very busy. But um, a, a couple of pieces of advice I would give about planning your trip to Las Vegas and uh, in terms of saving on transportation costs, is try to group your activities in a way that makes a lot of sense. Um, If there's certain things you want to do on the south end of the Strip and you're not staying on the south end of the Strip, try to arrange so that all of those activities are on the same day. Uh, Don't book a show there one night. Book a restaurant there another night. Uh, Decide you're going to go gambling there a third night. 
Try to group all those activities on the same night. Uh, that way you can travel potentially on foot if you're uh, located close enough. But even if you want to take a cab or ride share to that area, uh, you can stay in that area for much of the day. Um, do what you want to do in that area, and then you'll be able to return back to your hotel, and you're not constantly uh, spending time and money getting to and fro. So that's uh, always a good piece of advice. And we go back to uh, episode two of the podcast when we talked about where you stay also is going to impact the amount of traveling time and money. If you choose to stay off the Strip or if you're staying downtown and you want to spend a lot of time on the Strip, uh, your costs of transportation are going to be significantly higher. Um, so keep that in mind. You may see a great rate on a hotel, but if it's not where you're going to be doing the majority of your play while you're in town, it's probably uh, not going to be a great deal because you're going to eat up a lot of those savings either, as I say, in terms of money or in terms of time. If you're spending three or four hours every day just getting to and from your destination, it's not very convenient for you. So, And it can be quite expensive as well. Now, um, in addition to uh, um, traveling by bus or cab or ride share or on foot or scooter, uh, there are some um, options that can get you from place to place um, in addition to that, there are three sort of main free trams, which are varying degrees of utility, but they can definitely help, uh, particularly within a, an area. Uh, one is the Mandalay Bay Luxor Excalibur tram that will take you from, well, Mandalay Bay to Excalibur, and then from Excalibur uh, back to both Luxor and Mandalay Bay. So that's a fairly convenient one if you're spending some time on the South Strip and your feet are getting tired. Sort of center strip around the city center area, you have a tram that runs from the back of Park MGM and kind of out the side of Aria. It makes a stop at Crystals and then uh, ends up over at Bellagio. Uh, near the entrance to the spa tower. It is a bit, as most of these are, it is a bit of a hike from the street to actually reach the tram station. But again, it's a comfortable, uh, quick way to get from one place to another. Again, if your feet are killing you. And finally, there's the free tram that runs from Treasure Island, kind of the back end of Treasure Island, to the sort of main registration valet area at Mirage. <clears throat> I like that one. It kind of feels like a, a little inexpensive amusement park ride. And uh, it's like a little train, <laughs> an old school kind of train. And it, it's uh, surprising uh, the distance between those two properties, even though they're located right next to each other. So it's one of the ones that I do recommend. But uh, in any case, uh, if it's warm outside and you're walking uh, and it, like it is right now in Las Vegas, well over 100 degrees, uh, definitely stay hydrated. And uh, there's a lot of ways to uh, do most of your traveling inside the casinos and only step outside briefly. Um, and that's certainly the way to go when the weather is not to our liking, which in the middle of summer, it can get that way for sure. And finally, we will mention the monorail. Um, the Free trams are all on the west side of the Las Vegas Strip. The monorail is on the east side of the Strip and mostly set back a block or more 
from the Las Vegas Strip, which is one of the problems that I have with the monorail, is that you have to walk all the way through the hotel property out to the rear of the property um, before you even get to the tram or to the monorail, I should say. Um, this is not free. I think it'll cost you at least uh, $10 or so to uh, get on the monorail. It has limited stops. Uh, certainly on the south end of the Strip, You basically your only entry point is the back of MGM Grand. And then there's a number of stops very close to, to one another uh, at Bally's and then uh, over by Flamingo um, and by Harrah's. And then there isn't any stops again until you get all the way up to the um, um, Las Vegas Convention Center and the Westgate Hotel, and it uh, ends at Sahara. So it's not a particularly convenient way to get around. Uh, If you want to get from the far north to the far south end of the Strip or vice versa, or if you need to get to the Convention Center, it can be a way to do so without fighting so much traffic. Um, we don't know how much longer the monorail is going to be around. Um, apparently within the next decade or so, it would need a lot of uh, updates in order to remain viable. And it probably won't get those. But uh, if you've never ridden the monorail, it's kind of a fun experience. Uh, but for most people, it's probably not going to be the best option to travel around Las Vegas. So anyway, that's our kind of primer on Las Vegas transportation. I hope that it's been helpful to you. If it has, uh, please consider, uh, like I said, uh, subscribing, following our podcast. And uh, feel free to leave any questions or comments uh, below. And uh, I will try to read and respond to each and every one of you. We do this about every four weeks or so, so uh, you can probably look for episode four of the Vegas Tips and Tricks podcast uh, sometime in uh, early July. As I say in my regular YouTube show, and definitely check that out if you uh, would like to do that, check out the Vegas Tips and Tricks YouTube channel. We do a weekly show called Vegas Weekly where we talk about Vegas news and uh, Vegas tips and uh, have some fun there. And as I say on that show, I hope that you all have a great and lucky month in this case. And uh, we will talk to you all again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.